Wait, what? Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 51. Thanks for joining me on Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. All right, hope you've been well since Sunday. Uh, Let's get into it. First up to bat here, I have out of the Associated Press, U.S. funeral assistance for COVID tops $2 billion more eligible. The federal government has provided more than $2 billion to help cover funeral costs for more than 300 families of people who died from COVID-19, the Federal Emergency Management Agency announced Tuesday as it launches a new campaign to raise awareness about the aid to eligible families. More than 965,000 people have died in the U.S. from the virus. The COVID-19 Funeral Assistance Program provides up to 9,000 per funeral and covers COVID-19-related deaths since January 20, 2022. The average amount awarded per death is 6,500, according to FEMA. And I'll just skip to the end here. The program was first signed into law in the waning days of President Trump's administration, but began accepting application weeks into President Joe Biden's term. The initial bill provided $2 billion for the funeral assistance, which was exhausted in recent days. Funding going forward will come from Biden's 2021 relief bill known as the American Rescue Plan. And there you have it, another unconstitutional government agency spending your money in the business of funeral planning, basically. And I'm pretty sure there won't be any fraud with this program whatsoever. Next, we have a good one coming up. Senate approves bill to make daylight savings time permanent. The bipartisan bill named the Sunshine Protection Act would ensure Americans would no longer have to change their clocks twice a year, but the bill still needs approval from the House and the signature of President Joe Biden to become law. Now, explain me something. Why do we need this to be a law, actually? Why don't we just say, hey, let's just stop changing the clocks? Why do we need some... It, it's, it's nonsense, this bill. But leave it up to our federal government to tackle the tough issues during these times that we don't have highest ever gas prices, but let's worry about changing the clocks back, right? We could have did this 10 years ago and it would have been fine. Now, all of a sudden, now, maybe there's more pressing issues, guys. Now, last but not least, a little more serious uh, topic here out of Bloomberg. We have Saudi switch to Juan seen as symbolic, not true threat to dollar. Saudi appears to be sending a political message to the U.S. with reports that it will consider accepting yuan payments for oil sold to China, currency strategists say. The world's largest crude exporter, which has been in talks with China over yuan-priced contracts for six years, has spent up the negotiations, the Wall Street Journal reported Tuesday. The offshore yuan erased earlier losses after the report, yet investors from Noreda Investment Management to General Insurance Asset Management said it changes little for the dollar status as the world's reserve currency. The article continues, the dollar has long been the default currency for pricing energy contracts around the world, elevating the importance of the greenback and bolstering Washington's geopolitical influence. Yet with the U.S. and allied sanctions on Russia restricting payments in dollars and cutting that nation off from half of its foreign reserves, other nations are reconsidering their relationship with the currency. Now, I like how this uh, article tries to downplay this a little bit, but this at this time, At this point in history, this is very bad with what is going on, because if you have any, a little bit of knowledge about, you know, economies and the dollars and money, the the dollar used to be backed by gold. It is no longer. It is, it is backed by the full faith and credibility of the United States government and 
people who use it. And one of those things that makes it uh, backing is that they signed a deal with OPEC that oil has to be bought in American dollars. And that's what's been propping up the dollar for a very long time. And now this is, uh, I think this is, this is very bad for the American dollar. Now, Boris Johnson, also out of England, is headed down to Saudi Arabia to have talks with the Saudis about oil and, you know, their the partnership of like OPEC and Russia and how they got to get off of the Russian oil. But is it really about that or is it really about, hey, wait a minute, we have to pay in dollars too. And if you guys change it to one or, or if you guys accept one, I think he's going to, you know, kind of check out really what the situation is and, and what currencies they're going to be accepting. So I don't think it's just about that, that he's going down there. Now I have one more story that would tie into this uh, petrodollar situation at Associated Press. It says, embattled Federal Reserve pick Raskin withdraws nomination. So Sarah Bloom Raskin withdrew her nomination Tuesday to a position on the Federal Reserve Board of Governors after a key Democrat had joined with all Senate Republicans to oppose her confirmation. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin announced Monday that he opposed Raskin's confirmation. And all Republicans in the evenly split 50-50 Senate had indicated that they planned to block her nomination for the position of the Fed top banking regulator. Republicans have argued that Raskin would use the Fed's regulatory authority to discourage banks from lending to oil and gas companies. Now, this is a strange move because if you have Ch uh, Saudi Arabia talking to China about maybe using the yuan as buying oil, and now you have this nominee from the Fed that says that, you know, we don't want to lend to oil companies. Now this is like everybody's saying, hold up, this is not good. This is not a good situation right now. Now, either oil companies are lobbying hard for this, and Saudi or Saudi knew this was going on. They're like, let's just talk to China just to sway these guys a little bit. So this is this is more than meets the eye with this with this nomination and that they didn't nominate her. So now we'll just have to wait who the next nominee will be and see if they're better or worse. So that'll do it for me today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Uh, subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. You can send me some sats and I will be back next week.